Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Today I am joined by Adam Henkin from Waystream and we're going to be talking about the amazing growth uh, and story behind Waystream. Uh, Adam, thanks very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Let's dive straight into it because I have previously published an article on, on the site about Waystream but it's, it's great that you're here and we're talking about it. So can you tell us what is Waystream, what does it do? So Waystream, we're on a mission to end workplace debt. Um, we're trying to give people a, a valid alternative to accessing things like overdrafts, credit cards, and the, the worst case scenario, payday loans. By um, We have a, a nice app where any employee, if the company signed up, can access a portion of their earned income whenever they want it, interest-free. Um, so the big point here is that you have to have earned it to be able to access it. We're not dealing with debt here. We're not getting people into debt. It's um, you could access the money early, and then at the end of the month, and you pay check, it just comes out, um, and it's interest free, and it's just for a flat fee of one euro seventy five. Right. So, who do you typically work with? So, we are generally dealing with kind of bigger organisations with two hundred and fifty plus employees, but um, the ideal market for this is. You know, retail, hospitality, facilities, management, security, um, that type of, of world where it's maybe shift work, hourly pay, um, maybe on a monthly payroll basis. Um, but as I say, any any business this will benefit. Um, you know, we you know, are trying to improve the financial well-being of, of staff. You know, financial stress is one of the biggest stresses of any employee in any business uh it's a big driver of your know, mental health problems and it's a big problem in terms of creating absenteeism and lack of productivity in the workplace so you know we're not claiming that we can fix all of it but what we can do is is stop people from having to access things like you know the payday loans which you know once you're in a cycle of debt 280 plus percent or a thousand percent over in the uk you ain't getting out of that um, you know, borrowing two hundred and fifty and paying four hundred back within three months is is not good for anyone's financial health, and mm-hmm. you will struggle to get out of that. Um, likewise, the problem with things like credit cards, you know, you get a two thousand euro credit card bill and only pay off the minimum. It'll take you eight years to pay it off, but they don't tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so this people use it for unplanned expenses. It's not for big things like buying a kitchen or a car. It is generally, you know, I've got a. My car's broken down, I need it to go to work, I don't want to get a payday loan, nor does it have to go to work. Um, that type of thing is why people sure. are buying it. I, I uh, recently saw some statistics, they're pretty frightening, so something like 90, 95% of 22 to 35-year-old uh, adults in the UK are severely stressed or stressed by financial issues. So I understand Waystream will help reduce some of that stress stress and so on but how does the uh, the business benefit so the business benefits in a number of ways you know a lot of businesses are, are trying to look at employee well-being as a, as a whole 
Um, you know, some businesses are, are genuinely taking it on, other people are doing it as a box ticking exercise, we've got no doubt about that. But uh, the financial element has kind of been missed out. And now people are trying to add it on and all they've really offered is things like you know, a sit down with a financial advisor, but they've generally got an ulterior motive for sitting down and giving you their time. They're looking to try and sell you something on the back end. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to, you know, a company is trying to fill this void of financial well-being. They're starting to understand the importance of it. So it helps them in this element. Um, you know, and as I said, it will help with productivity and, and absenteeism. But off the back of that, any company that's worked with us has got some severely good press off the back of it. Um, you know, we work with companies and with different press organisations and, you know, the likes of, say, Road Chef or David Lloyd James or Camden Town Brewery in the UK, we've all done quite extensive PR campaigns with them where they're saying, look at us, we're looking after our employees' financial well-being. So it's really good from an employer branding point of view. Um, on top of that, you know, we're seeing up to 40% improvement in staff retention. Really? You know, yes, and so much so that we're actually saying that, you know, we will guarantee you a 10% reduction in and staff turnover so we see that you know if you've got job applications and one of them is you know there's two side by side and one is paying monthly and the other one is you can pay yourself as you earn uh, more people would apply for that job so there's a recruitment gain and in a shift working environment because we shorten the time between work and reward people are prepared to work more shifts so uh, you know if you were working in a restaurant and you know, it's the fifth of the month and you're not getting paid until the end of the month mm. and someone says, Oh look, there's an extra shift on this Saturday. Does anybody want to work it? You know, yes, you know, people understand that if they work this extra shift they will get more money at the end of the month. But if somebody said, Well, you can work that shift and get paid the following day and go out on the weekend, wow. you know, people are more likely to do it. So we link in with time and attendance software providers and we've actually found and this is actually proper data, that from you know, some of the employees that now start using WageStream are working on average 22% more hours in a month than they were before they had WageStream. Jeez, that's a big jump. Yeah, it's, and it's the probably the most surprising element of it because we, we knew all of the other parts of it were there, but, but this has been the biggest biggest surprise to us in terms of the actual amount that people are prepared to work extra. So there are a range of different benefits there and the employer branding and the employee retention aspects are huge. Could this, on the flip side, create any alternative financial problems for the employee? So, you know, we work with charities. So we've got three charity backers that actually invested in us at seed stage because we helped reduce the poverty premium. And, you know, we worked with them very closely when we were doing this. Um, We set controls to make sure that we're not putting people into a worse position, you know, I can't stress enough that our aim, and it's the first line in our articles of association, is that we are trying to improve people's financial well-being. Mm. Um, giving people access to all of their wages instantly you know, could be seen as being reckless. So we personally limited at 50%. So if you've earned 100 euros, you can only access 50, 50 euros out of it. But companies actually have the control to set that lower. And most are going between the 30 and 40% mark uh, just to make sure that we're not putting people into any financial harm. There's also, we can set max limits. So you can say you could only make five transfers in a month, so you could only access up to five or 600 euros, whatever it may be. We can do this on a company level. Then the employee can actually go in there and set their limits lower again if they want. Uh, you know, We got feedback saying, hey, this is possibly too tempting. 
so they can actually put self-controls in and then a business can also change it per employee if they want so you know we're seeing that people act way more responsibly when you give them give themselves financial freedom um you know the the biggest fear of any business is that oh you know my employees are going to go there and spend it all in the pub um we're not finding that we've just done our own research with the users and actually uh, an outside company did some uh, did a survey of our users to find out what people are using it for and nearly everybody's using it for like unplanned expenses unplanned bills car um, breaks down yeah you know people aren't using this to just go out and have fun yeah. yeah imagine that companies might be concerned or potential partner companies could be concerned about cash flow does this impact cash flow no, it doesn't affect the cash flow at all. Wage stream, actually, we have a credit line, so we front all of the funds. So, so if an employee asks for, a, a, you know, wants to make a transaction, those funds come from wage stream. It doesn't come from the business, so it doesn't affect the the cash flow of the business at all. Um, the other thing that we get is, you know, this could be a potential nightmare for payroll. Yeah. Um, you know, we have an automated system. The tech really sits in between the employer bank account and the employee bank account. And that means that it's seamless. So the payroll department don't have to make any changes. We can automate it. So when they make their payroll, they make it as usual and the money is diverted off to, off to wage stream and then the rest of it straight down to the employee. Right. Okay, so that's fairly smooth. So it's only a young company, right? Yeah, so I think the company's just over a year old. I think... Um, how's it grown so quickly? It's grown so quickly because A we've just hired really reliable people. Uh, so Peter the Peter and Portman are the two co-founders. They, um, you know, Peter has run a bunch of different businesses. You know, he started Living Social, for instance, that went from him in one office to about 600 staff in about two years. Wow. Um, so I think at this stage, we're about 22, 25 people. And I think every single person that's employed has either worked with one of the founders or somebody else in the organization. Oh, okay. So it's really being, you know, we can rely on these people, we can trust them. So we've got a, a, a crack team that we that we trust, but B, um, you know, the, the technical guys, the, the tech guys are just wizards, you know, they're amazing. So that our product has sort of been quick to adapt and, and you know, be workable and live. Yeah. Um, but it's also just a product that people want. Yeah. You know, it's selling itself. Well, I don't want to say it sells itself, but it essentially, you know, you sit in front of a business and you show them all of the benefits here. And you know, who's going to turn around and say, no, I don't want to improve my employees' financial well-being. Or mm-hmm. no, you know, I don't want to improve my staff retention. You know, these, these are all problems that people are trying to fix. And, you know, I would hope that any business is trying to look after their employees and, and, and fix these things. So, yeah. um, you know, generally it's been very well received yeah. and we've had a lot of positive press. We did a publicity stunt when uh, Wonga, the, the the big payday loan guys, they went into administration and collapsed and we held a funeral procession for them. Um, you know, actually everybody donned the suits and top hats and carried a, a coffin through London with, you know, death to payday loans on the side and uh, we got a lot of press from that. Um but yeah, it's a good news story. The press pick up on it. You know, you know we we are trying to improve people's financial well being. We're trying to stop people, you know, having to access these predatory payday loans. Um, 
you know. So did I did I see you guys mentioning the British Parliament? Yeah. So uh, by chance, there's a there's a guy called John Bird. Um, he is the founder of the Big Issue, oh, but yes. he's also in the House of Lords, and um, he found out about what we do and decided to talk about it in the House of Lords. And I think our PR company picked up on it a couple of months later when we found out. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, it was news to us. You know, we, we definitely owed him a drink after that one. But yeah, he, he, he found about it. You know, this guy's great. You know, he's a, a big warrior for social good, you know, especially in terms of anything that helps reduce the poverty premium. So he's a big supporter of ours, as are the, the charities. You know, we've got the Joseph Roundtree Foundation, Big Society Capital, the Social Tech Trust, um, you know they've all invested in us. We report back to them every quarter in terms of how many payday loans we've prevented happening. Mm. Um, you know how much interest we've saved people. This type of thing. So you know they're all very interested in this. And from a business growth perspective, what have you been doing to get the word out there and start to meet potential new clients, customers? So it's been you know the the one thing. It's a big awareness campaign. So you know nobody knows about this. We're the first people in Europe to do it. Wow. Um, so this is a brand new concept that is completely unheard of to people. Um, so A, it's about trying to connect with the right people and and let them know that you know, we're not another payday loan. You know, we're not an alter. I think some people go, oh, you know, is this just another version of a payday loan? It's like, no, we are trying to kill off that industry and kill off, you know, high interest lenders. Um, so, you know, it's about education, but... A, a lot of it's just hard work mm. you know we've got a bunch of guys who are i don't want to say drunk the kool-aid but you know we've got a bunch of guys that truly believe in what we do and they are absolutely committed to trying to improve employees and workers you know financial well-being so you know we're seeing this you know people are working all hours around the clock you know connecting with people going to events um speaking to business speaking at events you know we everybody that's involved in this truly believes in it so you know they are working around the clock and that's one of the reasons why we've done so well because we're speaking to everybody and anybody about it you know it it doesn't we we don't look at this as only speaking to people that we could potentially get a sale out of it it's it's letting anybody in this industry know what we do because it's just so different and sounds like a social cause almost rather than well it is it's like a social cause you know some people would say there's you know, it's almost like a movement. You know, we, we truly believe that everybody's going to be paid this way in the next five to six years. You know, if you think about the world that we live in now, everything is on demand. Everything is on demand. You know, Netflix, I don't want to wait another week to watch the next episode of Game of Thrones. You know, yeah, yeah. that's really annoying. I want to sit on Netflix and watch six episodes in one night. Um, you know, everything is on demand. You see workers these days that work for Deliveroo, Uber, you know, they decide when they want to work. Um but the only thing in our life that hasn't become more instant is pay. Mm. In fact, it's the only thing that's regressed at the benefit of the business. So whereas everything else in this world has gone on demand instant, um, you know, 100 years ago, we used to finish work and queue up and get paid at the end of the day. Mm. You know, then it went to weekly, then it's monthly. Um, you know, and that is purely at the benefit of the business and because payroll has a cost, it's also time consuming, you know, the cash flow of the business is easier to manage if it's once a month. Uh, doesn't benefit the worker ever. Yeah. You know, it's never benefited the worker. So, um, you know, we see this as, you know, something that's long overdue, that people can access the money when they need it. 
when they need it most. And you know, the people will not use this every day. I think there's this fear that people are using it every day. You know, our average usage is probably just under, or maybe around about the two, two times per month. Um, but people are using this for genuine reasons. And if they're using it, it means that they would have been using other costly forms of credit, such as overdraft credit cards or, or payday loans. To pull it towards marketing of, a, of an HR business, I have a big interest in partnership marketing where you're teaming up with other businesses. Do you guys do that? Do you team up with others or partner with other organisations? Yeah, so we, you know, once again, you know, we we speak to everybody that's interested in this space. So, you know, we, we want people to know what we do, whether we're forming an official partnership with them or not. But yes, we form some official partnerships. Um, you know, we have a very good relationship with fourth time and attendance so um, the time and attendance providers have kind of been a an ideal partnership for us because they in the world of shift work and hourly pay the these guys clock in and clock out using a time and attendance solution that information is then sent through to payroll and that's how they generally formulate their payroll um, we can pull through API from the time and attendance software um, and from that, if you work a shift and it's signed off on the time of attendance, automatically that will update in the app, in the Wavestream app. So you can see suddenly, oh, I've worked this shift and therefore my money's updated in it. Um, so we work with them. They already have customers in this. It's seen as a new use case for them. So likes of Forth, Might of Finch, uh, Kronos are all signed up. Um, you know, we've probably partnered. Oh yeah, we've probably partnered with, I don't know off the top of my head, 15 or 20 different time and attendance guys where we've done the integration. Uh, some are formal partnerships, some are just look, we'll refer on business. Yeah. Um, you know, some see it as a way of reconnecting with their current client base and giving them a new, a new use case for their for their software go look you know we've got this plugin now that you can use and you'll okay. you know you'll improve value add yeah it's a value add um and on the flip side as well when they're pitching for new business it's a very good piece to also bring in going also another use case for us is yeah. this um nice. but you know i'm i've been looking at some of the wider you know type of partnerships you know there's a there's organizations out there you know with accreditation badges for being you know, a great employer mm. or, a, you know, I don't want to say the name, but, you know, great sure, places sure. To, to work and things like this. So there's, you know, these guys, I think, have a, a real, you know, position, you know, as a, as a potential partnership or anybody that is in the well-being space that offers employee benefits or employee well-being s strategies or packages to other businesses are a potential partner. Sure. So, so you see a benefit in not just approaching companies to offer wage stream as a service, but also to look for other organizations that potentially have others within their group or under their umbrella so that you can spread the net a bit wider, is that right? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a quicker route to market, okay. that's for sure. Um, especially at the kind of level that we're, that we're going in at. You know, we are, we're, we're speaking to a lot of enterprise level clients and there's a, quite a lot of steps to get through to decision maker. Whereas if you've got a partnership already in place, so if you're already the employee benefits provider for that business mm. and you are interlinked with that business and then you happen to say, hey, we've got this other um, you know, product that we have in our suite of business, do you want to have a look at it? That will be looked at a lot quicker than if I you know, reach out to them on LinkedIn and try and get a, 
get a meeting you know that's a long sales cycle it's much shorter using the other way so you know we are looking to scale at pace we're very aware that there's going to be a lot of people following us into this market um probably with inferior product and we want to make sure that we're we're first right okay you are operating where so at the moment we're in uk and ireland um so ireland is just live uk has been live probably since about june um so we are then going to look from Europe, look to Europe from, from Ireland. Okay. So once, I'd say, now that we have the European structure set up with, obviously Irish banking is under yeah. European banking, yeah. um, you know, we, we should be able to expand to Europe fairly quickly. Okay. So to close off, from your experience and what you've seen in growing the business, what, what's your advice to either other HR tech companies or consultancies whatever, in terms of growing an, a human resources related business? It's definitely connections, it's definitely networking, it's about being at these events and I, I mentioned previously to you in, mm. in conversation that it's about finding some common ground or something that is personable to the, the person. So you know, going to a talk where a potential customer of yours is talking about the subject that you're into. So I went to an employee benefits um, employee benefits roadshow exhibition whatever you want to call it and um, the head of rewards and benefits for a big enterprise client was talking at it mm-hmm. and off the back of that I was able to pick a couple of things that they said you know they also they mentioned going look you know we're looking at making sure tech is at the forefront of, of any of our you know, benefits we're bringing in so off the back of that I was able to connect with him going hey I was at your talk um, I really appreciate what you said and also about the tech element I think we should probably have a chat about wage stream because we've got a tech element we're employed <laughs> and you know, lo and behold I've got a meeting straight away because I've done something related so you know, the advice to anybody in this space or trying to go is, is you know you have to make personalised introductions you have to have something relatable and you know sitting at home behind a desk on, um, on LinkedIn all day will get you so far but getting out there and meeting people mm. is is absolutely even if you're an online based business still get out there and it look it depends on where you're operating um you know i'm operating in ireland mm-hmm. ireland's a village right you know i go to networking events and speak to people there off the back of that i've either got meetings or i've been invited to other events and you know, being introduced to other people that has resulted in meetings and potentially business. So, in the sense of community and people knowing people and, and networking. Well, they say it a lot in the UK that just in Ireland people are much more prepared. They, they seem happier to introduce it to other people, and you know, when they see a good new idea, they yeah, yeah. they seem more inclined to introduce you and, and try and help you. Yeah, you know, I've met many people in Ireland that. You know, there's absolutely no benefit to them whatsoever by introducing me to somebody, but they're doing it because they like what we do, yeah. and they're they're happy to see a new business, you know, get off the ground and, and thrive. That's great. I know, I, I, you know, as I say, I've been here 15 years, and I love that aspect of it. So, um, you know, and everybody knows everybody. So I think once you get into some of these circles, and that, that that almost sounds wrong, get into the circle, but you know, you go and connect speak to, to yeah, yeah, you connect connect with people in that space. I think. All the HR directors know each other of the big of the big companies. Sure, 
you know, they all seem to go to the same events. There's a lot of private events that they go to. They all share information. I think that's a very big and big thing in Ireland is that people share information uh, with other businesses. It's not kind of cloak and dagger stuff. You know, they're not trade secrets. They, especially in the HR community, I think. You know, I go to talks. You know, I've seen the head of HR and EY talk about their strategy and you know how they're trying to recruit people in. You know that to them is their own personal information, but they're happy to share it with a room full of a hundred people. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I think That's HR especially people are, are really prepared to share best practice because if you are a genuine HR professional, you are trying to improve employees' lives, well-being, yeah. and you know, that shouldn't just be for your business. You know, they actually are also interested in just everybody having a better quality of life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been excellent. If people or businesses out there want to connect with you, refer potential customers to you, or maybe partner up in some way, what's the best thing to do? Where do they go? Um, LinkedIn, Adam Hankin, or go on to wagestream.ie. Mm-hmm. Um, my email address is adam at wagestream.ie. So, uh, but yeah, I'm happy to sit down and have a coffee with anybody and have a <laughs> chat about this because even if it's not for you, you'll probably know somebody that it will be useful for. Indeed, no, that's great. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.